0: Financial literacy and the human condition. Welcome to Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Raym.
1: I'm Jess Tyler, and welcome to Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Raym. And we have a special guest today, which is always fun. I'm
2: so excited about this, actually. So we have Trevor Young on the line with us here, who works for Sunrun Inc., which is a solar company. And the reason we're talking about this, and I'll introduce Trevor and get some information from him about why he does what he does and what kinds of choices people have when they're going solar. But the reason I wanted to cover this topic, when you might not think it's a mainstream financial topic, is because I get a lot of questions from people saying, "I want to save money. I'm thinking about solar. Should I buy my My panel, should I lease my panels? What should I do? So let's introduce Trevor and get a quick little background on Trevor and Sunrun. Uh, We're not promoting Sunrun directly here, but I just want to say in full disclosure, I've used this company even before they were Sunrun when they were Vivint to put solar panels on two of my homes and in an unusual way that I mentioned to clients and I think it's helped. So Trevor, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. A little bit about your background and what you do at Sunrun, and how you got interested in this.
0: Yeah, I'm currently the district sales manager for the Western Mass region. Um, we call it the Pioneer Valley office, mm-hmm. and we go from Sturbridge all the way over to Pittsfield, and from Agawam, Longmeadow, all the way up to, to Greenfield. I got into it about eight years ago. My wife and I are from Utah originally, and we moved out here to to Western Mass to start in solar, just because we saw it as a good financial opportunity, and and uh, we believed in solar as a kind of the way of the future. And I've worked in California and Utah and. Uh, a couple other places around the country selling solar and ended up back here uh, running the team, which has been kind of fun.
2: Well, you're not alone. Solar has become so popular that apparently it's the fastest growing job in America. Solar photovoltaic installer is the fastest growing job in America. In fact, more than 242,000 solar workers are employed right now. Is more than coal, oil, and natural gas industries combined, and I think it's still growing.
0: Wow. Oh, it is. So um, there's a stat out there that of all of the homes in the United States that could get solar, we're only 3% penetrated in the United States. To put that in perspective, Australia is 30% penetrated right now. So we've got some catching up to do.
2: Well, it's very interesting that there's so much room for growth because it is making up a fair amount of some of our energy. And in fact, you said you you were in California at one point, which I think something close to forty percent of the U.S. capacity is in California alone. If I'm, if you can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but it's a huge area for solar. Yeah, there's
0: a lot of sunlight out there, and there's a lot of people. I think there's like 40 million people in California, and they are net consumers. They don't produce enough in their state to, to cover all of their needs, similar to, to Massachusetts.
2: Yeah, and it's a good time for me to point out that, you know, California, just, just about 32% of the solar jobs are taken up in against- But you are now in Massachusetts, where some people are still looking for work or looking to choose a career path. There's a lot of room for growth here in terms of employment in the solar industry. So not only can people save money, but they might look to that career to be able to do something where people are looking to, you know, minimize their carbon footprint or maybe, you know, I think I read a stat that said 58% of the people who installed solar panels installed them. They said one of their motivations was because they didn't want to contribute to climate change which is about even with the amount of people who said they did it to save money. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm curious. I don't know if this is a question that Trevor might be able to answer. I think one of the questions for investment in solar is how long does it take for the amount that you're going to pay to put a solar system in your house? How long before you see the benefits in lower electric payments?
0: Are you you referring to, like, a return on investment? Yeah, an ROI.
1: ROI. I learned a money term from the money doctor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the the typical ROI these days in Massachusetts is about 10 or so years, and that's just because the the SREX program that used to be around was a really large state bonus that was given out for the first 10 years of uh, owning a solar system. Mm Mm-hmm. And that ended about four or five years ago just because the overhead was too high to maintain the program. They replaced it with this program called the SMART program, but that is also run dry. In fact, the bonus is so low these days that my my company doesn't even apply for it. It it costs more to run the team to apply for it than the the bonus pays out.
1: (laughs) So So if the ROI is 10 years, then how long does the solar system usually last?
0: Yeah, so the warranty on the panels is about 25 years Um, That's pretty standard across the industry. And um, the data has been looking really solid for panels. They don't degrade as fast as some people might think. Mm -hmm. The most current warranties are that by year 25, the panels have to be 86% efficient from where they started. So there's still potentially a lot of life left in these panels after even 25 years on the roof. Mm
2: -hmm. There is. And I want to jump in on the math here a little bit, Jess, because you asked exactly the kind of question that clients ask me all the time. You know, how long is it going to take me to break even on this? And when somebody reduces it to a very simple equation like that and says, well, it's going to take you 10 years before you start to feel the benefit, sometimes people say, well, you know I'm, I'm shorter sighted than that I I want benefit now mm-hmm. but to speak to this you know some of the stats that I read said that even the older panels which had a 20-year warranty on them 40 years later are still running at 80% efficiency or more and we've gotten much better at making panels now so my opinion is and the reason that I did it and the reason I recommend it to clients when they're looking for something like this it's not just that it's good for you know just because it makes you feel like a better citizen right but it, it does really save you money if you do it a certain way. So I'm going to ask Trevor to go into some detail about the kinds of plans people can choose, especially in the second half of the show in in real detail, because that's what people get bogged down in. Mm -hmm. You know, do I lease them? Do I rent them? But I'm just going to tease it here by saying my return on investment, my return on investment, and one of the ways that you can do it, I feel, was almost instant. The way that I did it was, I and I had two choices, you know, with two different homes to do it, but I chose to have them put the panels up where I did not pay for them, Mm -hmm. and to buy my electricity back from them at a reduced rate, at a contracted rate, with limited increases every year, which actually go up, and Trevor will correct me if I'm wrong on this, I'm sure, but they go up slower than, you know, the standard electric company, Eversource National Grid, whoever I was getting my electricity from, Uh, in general, goes up. So the way I saw it was I can do this for free to me. Yes, I will still have an electric bill, but it will be less than my old electric bill, Mm -hmm. and it will go up at a slower rate than my old electric company was raising their rates. So for me, that was a complete no-brainer. I'm thinking, okay, you're going to put the panels up for free, I save money on my electric bill. What's wrong with this? And, and I know that sounds too good to be true, so I'm going to ask Trevor to go into the detail with it. But for right now, Trevor, can you first of all, can you tell me if I'm right about the way I'm thinking about what I did? Just a general overview of what their options are. Do they lease? Do they buy? And then we'll dig into some detail in the second half. Absolutely. So Sunrun, we are the
0: the largest residential solar provider in the country. Uh, To put that in perspective, in Massachusetts, we do more installs than the next 12 solar companies combined, at least according to last year's numbers. It's a pretty big margin. And um, I think the main reason behind that is we want to cast the widest net possible. So we have several different ways of doing solar, and there's there's no wrong way to do it. Um, There's pros and cons to both. So in general, the benefit of ownership is you will save more money over time. There's no question there. The con to it is there's more liability. You know, we can say that solar is really hardy and doesn't have many issues, but it's sitting out in the sun and in the weather and the elements and we've got New England winters and something's going to break, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not like the water heater where, you know, you know, you don't if the water heater's out because you don't have hot water. That you could have a couple panels go out and not know about it for years if you're not you know partnered with the right company and, and checking it. The advantage to us owning it is that there is no liability and um there's no debt, which is good. Um remember,
2: did you just say no debt <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, isn't that fun?
2: <laughs> my favorite. So
0: so my founders, uh the founders of Sun Ed Finster and Lynn Jurich, actually came up with this solar as a service model, back in 2007. And the, the primary driver behind it is they were trying to figure out how to get solar mass adopted in the United States. And they saw a huge problem. Uh, it's primarily financial. Of the average homeowner in the United States lives in their house for seven years. But solar panels is like a 30-year product. And as we just talked about, the return on investment is 10 years or so right now. So trying to convince someone to buy something that's going to benefit the next homeowner more than it will them is a pretty niche product. It's Mm -hmm. kind of a tough sale.
1: Does that increase the value of the house, though, if they go to sell? Like, can you get more money if you have solar?
0: You you can. um, However, since, you know, in the post-recession world, appraisers are siloed. They don't want uh, them influenced by outside sources like they were before the uh, Great Recession. Mm-hmm. And so it's really kind of rolling dice as to how they're going to value the system. Because, like, I mean, there's two lines of thought. If the, if the panels are producing all the power you need for the home, then it should be worth a certain amount of money. Mm hmm. However, there's another line of thought that a brand new solar system should be valued for more than a 10-year-old solar system, right? And I'm, I'm honestly not sure which one is going to win out. But the the argument I hear a lot is, well, why would I put a car on my roof? You know, it's a depreciating asset. It's not going to be worth what I paid for it in 10 years from now when I sell. So, so doing it where we own the panels is nice because you don't have to be Captain Solar and, you know, know if your solar is working, and there's no liability to you. If it breaks, it's our problem. It's the exact same thing that we've all been doing already, where we've just been paying for electricity. Mm-hmm. But the one key difference is that we can produce it 10 feet away rather than being forced to pay a higher price buying it from 1,000 miles away. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that made sense to me. And, Francis, you you're have you doing it that way on one of your houses, but not both? No, both of them. Oh, you're doing it on both yours. Okay.
2: Both of them. So there's so many questions that I have for Trevor, and, and I do want to get... Uh, into this in the second half, but I know people out there are probably thinking, you know, what if I can't put it on my roof or should I do a ground mount, all of that. It's a lot to cover but uh, let's do it in the second half and I, I just want to thank Trevor Young again for coming on uh, from Sunrun. You know, you can do independent research on this. You don't have to take our word for it. I'm not trying to sell you solar. I'm just saying this is a an area that I get lots of questions about. People don't really understand it and I'm hoping that this show will at least uncover a few of the things that people can then go out and do some independent research on.
1: And if people do have questions and want to just give you a call, where can they reach you at?
2: 413-773-3333.
1: And they can always visit hugyourmoney.com. We will be right back with part two of financial fitness with the money doctor, Dr. Francis Ram and special guest Trevor Young right here on WHMP.